Tarkovsky. This is another beautiful, gorgeous episode of my podcast. I'm very excited because we have a guest today, and uh, it's very interesting the way that we became friends. Um, I also, yeah, yeah, I'm just excited to have this guest on because I didn't realize how much of a crossover there was between um, my followers and his followers. And I wouldn't have expected it, but I'm glad that it happened because it made it very easy for me to book him and also very exciting to have him on. So I'm excited for that. I'm looking forward to it. I was just re-listening to old episodes of the podcast yesterday and it was so painful. And I'm sure like looking back at these episodes that I think are good are going to be also painful, but I just... I realized how many times I say, anyway, or like, anyway, so, um, yeah, okay, it is awful, and if you've been listening since day one, I applaud you, I commend you, you are a hero, um, it was so difficult to do, because I don't let, um, I don't let my boyfriend listen to my podcast, because he doesn't need to, you know, we talk on the phone, we talk in person, he doesn't need to listen to the podcast. He has enough alley in his life. And, but there were two episodes that I wanted him to watch on YouTube. One episode was the JT episode. If you haven't listened to it, I think it's, it's one of my favorites. I have JT, the security guard from the comedy store on the podcast. And then I wanted him to watch the Larry episode. Cause I just thought that what JT and my dad said were so funny that I was like, you need to listen to this, but that's all you're allowed to listen to. So then I'm like on FaceTime with him. He's watching the podcast. I'm watching his face while he's watching. And uh, the first like 30, no, not that long. The first like 10 minutes, I'm like watching his face and I'm like, isn't it so funny? Like the way that he says these things. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, are you even listening? Are you watching it on YouTube or like what? And he was like, no, I'm on Spotify. I'm like, you have to, JT and Larry are visual episodes. You need to see what they look like to understand the context. But while I was listening to it, I was like, oh my gosh, I sound like a ding-dong dum-dum. And I mean, that is who I am. Why deny that? But uh, it was painful. And now I feel like I'm so in my head because I'm just like trying to be aware of not saying certain things. And But I can only change myself so much, you know? So this is it. I'm excited. I had a little bit of an accident this week. I, I, I slid, I swiped, um, a car. I'm a good driver. Okay. I have been in a lot of accidents, but I still think I'm a good driver, but I was pulling into this parking space and there was a car park there. And for some reason, my depth perception that day was just off. Normally I'm very good at these things, Parallel parking, I'm a pro. Sliding into a spot, I'm a pro. I really I really think I'm great at parking and driving. But for some reason, my depth perception was off and like I'm pulling into this spot and I hear a little ding dong, ding, ding dong, knock, knock, who's there? And it was a, another car that I uh, swiped. Swiped is a gentle term for hit. Um... I swiped the car and I got out of the car. I'm like, oh, it couldn't have been that bad, you know? So I look at the car and there's like scratches on it, obviously, from my car. It's like a scratch the size of my hand, you know, like length and height wise. It was about, you know, a decent amount of scratches. 
And I'm like, I should just be a good person, leave them a note. Because it would have been so easy for me to just, like, not do anything. And they would have never known that it was me. But I try and be a good person. So I wrote them a note thinking that they'll be like, wow, she's owning up to this. That's brave. She doesn't need to pay me anything. And he hits me with the... uh, with the, my guy says it's going to be $1,100 to fix. I'm like, sir, have you seen my Patreon? I don't have $1,100 to fix the car, you know? So now I'm like, you got to take it to my guy so we can get a second estimate because I have cheap insurance and it's a whole thing. I'm realizing all these things I do in life to try and, you know, penny pinch. Is that the word? Pinch pennies? And then, you know, once you need it, it's like, man, I should have gotten the expensive insurance. But like I said, you know, two accidents on record. The regular insurance isn't a lot. So anyway, my deductible is like $1,000. So he's claiming that it's going to cost me $1,100. I don't want to go through insurance just so they can cover $100 of the 1000 So we'll see. I'm hoping... I'm hoping that with the second estimate, because he sent me the the picture of the estimate he got, and it was like new bumper, brand new paint job, new light, um, all this stuff that I'm like, do you want me to? Bu- I'll buff it out for you. I'll go to AutoZone, get the parts, and buff it out. I've seen TikTok videos on how to do this, and I don't think it's that bad. But I guess if he's like leasing the car or something, it's I don't know, whatever. So that was my uh, big ding-dong moment of the week. What else has gone on? Um, Oh my gosh, I'm going to be... Oh, well, I don't know when this is coming out. This is a backlogged episode. But I'm, I'm getting booked. I'm doing more shows. I'm starting to travel more. So check my website, alimukovsky.com slash shows to see if I'm going to be in your area. I'm, I'm coming to exciting places. Gonna be in Texas in April. Gonna be in Washington, D.C. in May. I think I'm gonna be in Chicago. I've, I don't think I've ever been to Chicago. Yeah, I don't think I've ever done shows in Chicago, so that's exciting. And that's all I can think of right now, but stay tuned. Um, yeah, and anyway, let's start the podcast. I'm very excited for this guest. We have my friend Chase from the band Gate Creeper, and let's get into it. Yeah. (laughs) Yay! Here I am. Get cozy. Get the mic up there. Don't block your gorgeous face and mustache. No pop. It's pretty bendable. No pop filter. How 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 close do I need to be? Um, I like to. Yeah, I like to keep it pretty close. Hello, test, test. How's that feel? Um, I feel like it's, uh, maybe the table's like moving. Oh yeah, the table can get a little bit wobbly. Oh, fuck. Oh. All right. We make the guests do the, uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the tech. tech. You know you know how to do tech. Yeah. That's something Check. that's interesting about bands is that like, I feel like when you're in a band, you have to know how to set everything up because there's so many years where like you're the only people doing yeah. that 
That sucks. That's not very glamorous. If I had to go to a comedy show like an hour, like the day of in the morning or something and like set everything up, I wouldn't be doing comedy. <laughs> but I think it also like makes you, I don't know, I guess appreciate it more when you finally get to the point where you don't have to like set everything up. Yeah. And there's probably like camaraderie like with the homies, with the boys in the band. Yeah. Just being like. You gotta pull your weight. Bro down with the sound guy every day at the venue. Are the sound guys kind of all the same? What are like the characteristics of a sound guy? Like what does it take to be a sound guy? Um, A lot of graphic tees, I'm imagining. Yeah, one of those hats, like a little, uh, a Newsies hat. Mm. Maybe a fedora, no. Big in the sound guy community? Yeah. Um, Are we starting? Yeah, yeah, we're starting, yeah. I like to just kind of give like a renegade start to it Uh where you don't really know. You're like, is it rolling? My bad. No, you're I thought thought this was like a practice round. This was like a scrimmage. Yeah, the first hour is just testing it out, seeing the chemistry, the dynamic, and then the next hour. I'm still getting comfortable, like. I know, it's really hard. You're right. I have an idea. Yeah. I don't think the mic situation is dissolved. I think, Neither of us really want to do anything. No, I'm just like... Get comfy. You yeah. can sit on my lap if you it's, need to. You sink. The couch is like swallowing me. The couch is very lived in, and so I am supposed to be over here, but I always just sink more towards the middle. By the end of the podcast, me and the guest are normally leg and leg, and it creates an intimacy that oh, I think sure. is unique to sure. our podcast. Also, something very unique to our podcast is that um, we record in Anthony's house, which is currently under construction, so... I don't know if you guys can hear it in the audio or video, but um, there's a lot of sound, sounds of screwing. Yeah, is it your house or the neighbor? It's his house. It's, it's room, really in the room right next door to us. Yeah. So we're just working through that, but I'm sure you've probably done worse, right? Yeah. You can't say. Would you think so far the first 10 minutes of this has been one of the worst podcasts you've done or maybe? Yeah, well, I didn't even know that it started yet. Well, yeah, it's a surprise. Yeah. Um, I'll apologize for that. It's okay. Sorry. It's okay. Um, Okay. So I guess I'll intro you now. Okay. I like to do it halfway through. This is Chase. What's your last name? Mason. Yeah, that's what I thought, but I didn't want to fuck it up. Yeah. Manson. Is- Manson. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, Ma- for some reason, I was picturing an X instead of the S. Maxon. Uh-huh. I think if it was Maxon, you'd need at least two Xs. Ooh, a little sexy Maxon? Yeah. Um, He is in a band. Would you call it? Is it a band? Yeah. I don't know. Something it's about metal makes me think that like band is a corny term. What else would you call it? I don't know. A group. group? It's a band, yeah. A group is way more corny, but I would. Do would you ever consider doing choreography at your shows? No. Just like getting some backup. No. Headbangers. No. Okay. If you ever want to, I'm down. Maybe some like uh, girls dancing in like cages. Could I do that? That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah, you need like an average thick girl. But do you know how to blow fire? I can learn. I mean, you just put something in your mouth. Yeah, so sword swallowing. Yeah, sure. All right, I'm down. You know, I'm down for an experience, an immersive experience. The sideshow, back, back show. Have you ever had an opener that's not um, your genre of music? Yeah. What kind of music? 
Um, I mean, we've played shows with like rappers before. Yeah, I guess that kind of fits. I went to a um, Halloween party and there were these guys who were like, it was like rapping, but it was also metal. Like people were moshing, but it was like kind of rap. Do you know what it's called? Yeah, but I'd have to, I don't know. I can't think of it. You don't want to diss them on your podcast? No, I thought it was so cool. Because here's the thing. I don't understand (laughs) the music you do. I think it's very cool. Um, You told me you liked it. Were you just being nice? I love it. You like it, but you don't understand it. Yes. I don't understand That's how I feel about your comedy. I'm like, I don't really know what you're talking about, (laughs) but other people are laughing. She talks about her pussy a lot. Other people are laughing, so I feel like I should laugh. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I like it. I just don't, I am very like top 40 pop music. You know, I'm not cultured, I'd say. Okay. But. Do you listen to any other metal bands? Like Metallica? Yeah. Enter Sandman. Enter Sandman. Anything else? Um, you ever heard Slayer before? Yeah. Okay. So it's, you know, you like, I mean, that's somewhat in the right direction. Yeah. I mean, I know like the. I know the the hot, you know, classics. Okay. But I just, it's, I need to be in the right zone. Like with top 40s, I could listen to that at a funeral. I could listen to it at a wedding. I could listen to it anytime. Yeah. I, think, I mean, the, that stuff I would, I, I, I would never choose to listen to that stuff just because I hear it involuntarily all the time. Yeah. You grocery so stores. I, yeah. So I'm never like, I enjoy that stuff. Um, some of it, most of it, I would say, but I would never choose to put it on because I'm already, yeah, I'm already forced to listen to it when I'm uh, trying on pants at uh, TJ Maxx, H and M. Are you a Maxinista? I don't think I've ever been. I, I, I've, I've, I've shopped at Ross before. Oh, it's a similar thing, right? Very similar. There's these people who collect. I just saw this on TikTok. Bless you. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, edit that out. I like to do that after I sneeze. <laughs> Um, there's this group of people, typically white women, um, who go to TJ Maxx or Ross Dress for Less and collect these ceramics. It's like coffee cups that say coffee mm-hmm. and like sugar bowls that but say first sugar. Coffee? Yes, exactly. Or just says coffee. Or it says like So many things. Don't don't talk to me till I've had my coffee. Yep. Things like that, like cute, hilarious sayings. And people go in at opening and like collect them and resell them as if it's like hype streetwear, but the like that is their mentality. On what Etsy, Depop, eBay? I don't know. I don't know, but there's their like a group sale. of them who resell. So you can buy them for like sixty dollars, and then the resale value is like three hundred or more because some of them are limited. Anyway, it's crazy. That sounds like a good hustle. Would you say that TJ Maxx or Ross is better? I would say TJ Maxx because they just have more. Or no, I'm thinking of Marshalls. Nordstrom Rack. Nordstrom Rack scares me. That place is the apocalypse. Yeah, it's scary. You live in Arizona and I went to this one place in Arizona. It's called Last Chance. Yeah. That place is scary. I went there right before COVID happened when everyone like was talking about coronavirus, but no one like had to wear masks yet or like yeah. stay indoors or anything. And I remember going to Last Chance and being like, this is the epicenter of this coronavirus. Is last chance to live. <laughs> yeah. Last chance to survive. Um, and yeah, they just have like shoes, but there's only like the left shoe and then the right yeah, shoe in the parking. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. 
I remember I, I when I was uh, when I was getting into skateboarding. Uh-huh. Um, you know, so there was like a big shift in like from being a kid and like being into sports and stuff and wearing like basketball shoes or whatever like athletic shoes to I wanted skate shoes. Mm. But my parents were kind of like not sold on the skateboarding thing yet. They sure. were kind of like not sure if we, we we approve of this. And also I didn't have money and I think the skate shoes were more expensive than whatever shoes I was wearing before, but I remember I found some skate shoes at Ross and I was like this is it. Yeah. Mom's going to say yes. They're only $20. You can't say no to a yeah. deal. So Ross holds a special place in my heart for where I bought my first skate shoes. Yeah, that's sick. Were they like Vans or No, they were like uh, DC. I think they were a brand called NSS Nice Skate Shoes. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> whoa. I love uh I love that your parents didn't want to get you skate shoes cuz that was like the early signs of maybe Yeah, cuz it was wrong. before. I mean, now like I mean, especially Vans, I mean are you wearing van? Are you wearing Converse? Yeah. But skate shoes are, especially Vans, are just like normal. You know, it didn't used to be like that. You're like, like a Vans diehard. Yeah. Vans and Dickies Not, and yeah. band T-shirt. That's the Chase starter pack. Red Bull. Do you still vape? Yeah. Yeah. What do you got? I got I got two vapes. I got two jewels, black, two silver. Two flavors. No, both Virginia tobacco. Mm. Are you doing menthol? I'm doing the the. Um, Are you doing black market mango peach? Yeah, the black oh, market puff bar. You're doing puffs. I support that. I respect it. I'm I'm shameful of it, so I like I don't really do it in public. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Um, I want to tell people how we met. Okay. Okay. Go should ahead. wait? Should I tell people or should you tell people? You can go ahead. Okay, so my sister lives in Arizona. You live in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um, when I first started going out there, you know, I'm on the apps. I'm on all the apps. I'm on Raya. Hi, how's it going in there? Good, awesome. Construction's going good in the other room. Um, you know, I was on all the dating apps, and I was in Arizona doing shows, visiting my sister. I matched with this guy. And nothing ever really happened. We had just like were you matched. in Arizona at the time, or were you just here? No, I think I was in Arizona, or maybe you were out here. No, I, th- I was definitely in Arizona. I remember I was in Tucson at the time. Where do you remember when we matched? Whoa! <laughs> You're like I was in my room. It was in 11 p.m. I saw that we had matched. I was yes. definitely in Arizona. I was listening to Third Eye Blind. You know what song I love by Third Eye Blind? Is it the one? Year? No, I don't even know what that, I only know this is my thing with music. I only know like the main hits. Yeah. Semi charm kind of life. Semi charm life. No. The one where they go, I wish you would step uh, back for, is that Third Eye Blind? Yeah. Okay. Um that song's Jumper. Called Jumper, yeah. Yeah. And I remember being in like elementary school or something, maybe early middle school listening to that and being like, This is my favorite song. And my sister was like, That song's about suicide and I was like, Wow. That was one of the first CDs I ever had. Really? Yeah. And the, and that that song, the semi charm life, is it semi charm kind of life? Yeah, is isn't it about math or something? Yeah, it's about math. Yeah, was that what you were gonna say? Yeah. Sorry. Cut me off. It's all right. You know that under the bridge is about heroin. Yeah. Do you have any songs that are like definitely about drugs? Yeah. Hell yeah! Yeah, that's rock and roll, baby. That's metal. <laughs> um. So you finish the story? Oh yeah. Gonna, sorry. Gonna sorry. Everybody hanging. Okay, so we matched. And now we're married. Yeah. We actually got engaged. No, we matched we're and then- we be on the next season of 90 Day Fiance. I would love to be on a reality show. I don't think I could be on a horny reality show though. 
I don't like the horny ones. I I like Survivor. Oh, I just started rewatching. Same. I watched like twenty seasons in the past couple months. Have you? Yeah. I wasn't Jeff sure if I boy. should. Who? Jeff. Oh, props, props, yeah. daddy. I wasn't sure. He looks like Jason Bateman. I could see that. He sounds like Jason Bateman. Yeah. Is he short? He's short. Tell. Yeah. He's a short, short king. You should get him on the podcast. You know who you know who I tried to get on the podcast season one winner Richard Hatch the naked guy naked guy, and he he liked the message and didn't respond. Cold. And you know what's crazy? He's like selling. So, so this is crazy. He wins season one of Survivor, commits tax evasion that year. I mean, how do you win the biggest watched show with the biggest financial you know gains? And then not pay your taxes. Like, you know all the tax dudes at the IRS are like, we're watching this guy. Yeah. And then he didn't pay it. And now he's trying to like pawn off all this crazy Survivor merch he still has. He's like, here's a shell I collected from the beach. I'm like, do my podcast. Promote your shells on the pod. Um, I just watched uh, one of the later seasons. Because they they got to season 40. Yeah. Because they've been doing it for 20 years. They've been doing two a year. And I think it's been put on pause now, but it was, the last one was season forty, I believe. And so I kind of I started watching, um, like I watched him as a kid. Like yeah. I watched my family like Survivor, but then sometime during quarantine, I was like flipping through stuff, and I was like Survivor. I don't know. Let me check it out. Like it's been a while, and I just got went deep. But I I watched everyone. I think between at at least between seasons twenty and season forty. And on one of the most recent ones, it was like season 38, maybe. Um, you know that movie School of Rock? Yeah. Mr. Schneebly? Sure. He's, he's on Survivor. What, was it like a celebrity Survivor? No. He was just like, I'm no, going he in. he going, yeah. That's so tight. Do you yeah. think you'd do well on that kind of show? I, I mean... Like, do you have any skills that would help you? Yeah, well, because Survivor is not really about the survival part. You know, it's more about like schmoozing people and like but uh, a lot of it is surviving not really like they, they have like some sort of shelter they give you food it's not like naked and afraid it's not like alone or whatever it's not man versus wild it's more about the game you know? yeah but you do have to kind of like chip in and at least pretend to be survivory yeah what would but your strategy be for surviving or for the social game both um i don't know I watch it and I think I would I would definitely try to find the idol every time. I would be out there looking for the idol. Oh, is that what they do in the later seasons? They Not, don't do a game for the idol? No, they do, but then there's also hidden that you can find the idol so that Whoa. Okay, spoiler alert. I can't been wait doing for that. that. The whole time. No. Yes, Not in seasons one idol. through four. I mean, I don't know. So you're I, just trying to find idols. Hmm? I would be. I. I didn't know that they didn't do it early on, but it's been. It's always been a survivor thing. Damn. Okay. I just haven't well, been paying attention. Yeah, maybe not. You've been paying attention to Jeff. Daddy, <laughs> his cargo shorts. Ooh, I love when it rains and his hair gets all wet, and he just like looks so. He looks the same through all twenty years. He looks exactly the same. He yeah. was the same thing. He also like dated some of the contestants. There was also like a Me Too thing. Jeff got you didn't not Jeff, but I think the way that they hand there was like one contestant who was like accused of harassing some of the women in his camp, and then like they didn't really do anything about it. Google it. I don't want to explain anymore, but <laughs> let's get back to our origin story. Okay, okay. Oh wait, 
I was going to ask you another thing about Survivor. It'll come back to me All or right. it won't. Put it on ice. Put it on ice. Um, okay, so we matched on Raya. Raya, yeah. Yeah, I was like, there's a mustache. There's a mustache. I'll swipe right. Yeah. Also, in Arizona, when I swiped on Raya, it was all like athletes, like all these big pumped dudes who looked like Instagram influencers. My, yeah. On the home turf, that's so you definitely stood out, you know? Yeah. I was like, this is a little diamond in the rough. I think to most people, I st- stand out in a bad way, but I think maybe, you know, <laughs> you're not normal, so... Yeah, I definitely have issues, and yeah. you know, I saw the picture, and I was like, "Here's a little, you know, problem solver, <laughs> a temporary fix." All right. Anyway, so we matched, and then nothing really happened. I went back home. I don't even think we messaged at first. I don't know. I don't know either. But then next time I came to Arizona, I think I tried to hang out with you, and maybe that fell through. But eventually, we did hang out in person. Yeah. We finally met. The meeting of two icons, two mm-hmm. legends. Yeah and what did we do we got coffee um yeah i think so and then we went to your crib is that when you had your show Mm -hmm. yeah so we hung out and then i went to your show no i don't think you did the first time we hung out but that was like the second time we hung out oh i don't know what we did the first time then the first time i remember we went combining them yeah because both times we were at your house your old house. Okay, yeah. But no freaky stuff happened. And then the, th- and then, but we've gone to your sister's house and swam several times. We have been to my sister's house and gone swimming. Yeah, yeah. It's a nice spot. Maybe it is I can a nice spot. When you, even you're not in town, and I can go for swim sure. There. Okay, but she's gonna be moving, so take advantage of that. Okay, cool. But the place she's moving to also has a pool. Anyway, but we met up, we hung out. We I remember we took a photo together and I posted it and there were so many people who were like, "How do you know Chase? Do you fuck with gay creeper? <laughs> What's the deal?" And I just was like blown away by the crossover. I the I overlap. didn't Yeah, the overlap. Yeah, I I didn't expect it either, but um I don't know. Anyway, beautiful friendship was born mostly, out of Would you say that all the would you say that in the Venn diagram of the people that know you or your fans or, or people that know me or my fans there in the in the middle of the Venn diagram, it's just dudes? Yeah, all dudes. All dudes, yeah. Maybe one chick. Was she hot? I I hope so. I hope yeah. I think all my female female fans are hot. But okay. We met, we became friends, and now you're on the pod. But I, unfortunately, have never had the chance to see you perform live. However, I have watched your live sets on YouTube. Did you watch the live stream? I did not watch the live stream. Uh, I didn't know when it was. Good excuse. I, I would have watched we it. We were only promoting it every day for two weeks, and you couldn't be bothered to- On your personal Instagram? Yeah. I didn't see it. You couldn't be bothered to pay $10. I would have. I would have 100%. I'm just giving you shit. I'm a supportive friend. I mean, I don't watch. I don't. I've actually. That's not true. I paid for the Jimmy World live stream because they're mm. one of my favorites. Hometown heroes, also from Mesa, Arizona. But um, yeah, the live stream for music is like. I guess it's it's sadly something that we have to like pivot to right now. Yeah. But it's it's like it's not a a, a worthy substitute for having like a 
playing a show or watching a, a live show. So, well, yeah, because like with live performance, so much of it is the audience feedback and like the energy of the audience. When you're performing for like a live stream, like I've done plenty of Zoom shows, and it's just not the same because you're not getting that like intimate experience of like hearing the laughter or like watching people throw yeah. rocks in a sock or something. Yeah, and also for like our type of music or our band, like there's not really that much variation when we're playing. Like, I mean, it's a good thing like that when we play, it sounds like the record. Yeah. Like it would be a bad thing if we sucked live and it, we couldn't play what, what was recorded. But I think we sound like super close to how it is recorded and we don't like, we don't have like jam sessions. There's not much variation. So I think some bands like, whether it's like, Grateful Dead or Fish or something like their live recordings are people seek them out because they're different every time you know yeah. like they change up the songs or like different set lists but um so yeah just the uh, the live audio of us playing is cool but I mean you could just listen to the record sure um so the live the live stream at least there's a video part but still it's like there's a difference between watching on the screen and like being in a crowded room being sweated on by a bunch of ugly dudes so oh, yeah. i know that you missed that i really want to go to one of your shows do you have anything planned now like now that things are starting to kind of open more like do you have anything kind of in the works in terms of travel like do you know when yeah i mean there's things in the works because you know that stuff gets planned out like a year or two in advance yeah. um but it's i think everybody's hesitant because people already when things got canceled they're like oh we're just gonna you know it was like a year ago right now they're like, oh, we'll just reschedule for the summer. By the summer, it's going to be fine. Yeah, happy anniversary, by the oh, way. Happy anniversary. COVID anniversary. Um, people are like, oh, we'll just do it in the summer. It's going to be done by the summer. And then it's like, oh, we'll do it in the fall. So things are already being rescheduled like two or three times. So now people are just like, we're just going to chill for a second before, yeah. before we put any labor into trying to plan something. At least that's how I see it. I'm, I've kind of blacked out the whole, even though it's a huge part of our band or like my job is is playing live that it's so frustrating that i've just kind of just blocked that out like yeah. it'll happen when it's happening and i'm also down to just wait until like i don't want to jump i definitely don't want to jump the gun but i also don't want to be like jumping right out the gate as soon as they're like yeah you can have shows again trying to do it because i think number one people are going to be kind of like still even though you're allowed to do it i think there's going to be a a majority of people not a majority but a, a definitely a, a large percentage of people that are like i'm not i'm not ready to go there yet you know yeah we're all like kind of feral and like we're people aren't going to be ready to to go for a while i don't think and also i've already seen it happening because people are there's festivals that are being announced um for this fall or even like september or something that people are like oh wow I can't believe they're doing that, you know? So yeah. I don't want to do that either. So I'll let some other people take the heat for that first. Sure. Because I think the first bands or the first people that are doing shows, even though it's been like okayed and like legalized again, yeah, live shows have been legalized. I think people are still going to like place judgment on it and be like, wow. They for really don't sure. Care, you know? I think that's what's hard is like with comedy, at least like, you know, if I were to do a show everyone's sitting at a table and yeah. the tables can be spaced and there can be distance be and whatever you can be in your car you can be in Honk a parking lot yeah 
But with, I mean, it would be so weird to go to a metal show and just be like at a table or something or like spaced out from people because yeah. so much of it. I would is rather just not do it if that was the case. One hundred percent. But I mean, yeah, that's just it's just a uh, it's all just very dark reality that I just try not to think about it. When you did your live stream, you hadn't done a live show in over a year. So were you nervous to do the live stream? A little bit. Like we, cause we, we not only had we not played a show, but we hadn't even really played together. Like we didn't practice, we didn't practice the whole time. And like, we're a band that like, we don't practice unless we have to, yeah. you know? So we practice, we cram practice a couple times before we have to play a show or go on tour. And even for tour, like we can get away with practicing just a couple times because you know, you're doing, you're doing it every night. Yeah. It's a built-in practice every sure. night. Um, so we had to like cram, get ready for this live stream. And we we're also playing new songs that we hadn't played before. Um, so I was a little nervous, but it went well. Um, the end product was cool. I yeah. Think. Did you do a lot of new songs from the new album? No. Well, because we, we only did three of them because I wanted to do more, but like we didn't have time to prepare. Yeah. Because the way that we, we recorded that, wrote and recorded that last record like during the pandemic. So it wasn't like some of those songs we hadn't even played in the same room together before we recorded it. So that's probably so fun. Like, performing new songs yeah. and having that like because i'm sure after a while once you've done the same song so many times you're just like i know how this is gonna go yeah i mean it, it always creates a thing for me where i wish after you know usually before we record it even release it we haven't played it live yeah and after we've been playing it live on like a tour or several tours i wish that we could go back and re-record it because i'm like oh i i'm better at it now yeah you know? That's the scary thing with like comedy too is once you put content out there or like have something filmed and released, it's like you don't just, not always, you don't just completely kill the joke, but then like you keep working on it and you're like, oh, I have so many new tags added mm -hmm. to that that it's like a totally different joke at this point. There's so many similarities between comedy and music. I feel like we always talk about it when we hang out, but yeah. it's so fun. I want to be in a metal band should start one how this is the thing that like the, the all those like tiktoks or whatever that you send me with the yeah the people the i don't gross. understand how how do you i've asked you this before but how do you like know that you possess the ability to fucking like <laughs> that's pretty good yeah it was good. quiet there but it go. was good that's i felt tryout. good about it yeah you should just make a craigslist ad and say female vocalist looking for <gasps> Looking for a metal band influences Gate Creeper. Gate Creeper yeah. and Metallica. Metallica and yeah. Slayer. Maybe throw in something else like Mudvayne or something. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what were you saying? Oh, I don't know. Like, I think you just have to go for it. At least that's what I did. Yeah. Do you think there, there is talent behind that? Yeah. There's technique and there's talent. How can you tell? Because for me, I'm just like a dumb listener who's like, they're screaming, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But how do you discern as someone who knows what it's supposed to sound like, like what is good and what is maybe not good? I mean, it's subjective. Um, but I don't know. I think when you go down that rabbit hole of like extreme music, extreme metal, like there's so many different subgenres and each one has their own different style for the music, for the vocals and everything. So there's like a certain 
type of, of, of way that you do it to the, to the untrained ear for like the outside perspective. It all sounds the same. Yeah. Your parent, you're like your cousin or your parents would be like, Oh, that's screamo. Yeah. Uh, but what's the difference between screamo and metal? I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to expose myself as being a huge nerd or a gatekeeper. So I'm not you are say, a huge nerd. Yeah. I always see on your Instagram stories, people like ask you questions because there's so many genres mm-hmm. of metal. There's like German metal and like, yeah, it gets super specific. It's, but you know, like all about it. Yeah. It blows my mind how it feels like there's so much to know and you're just like the nardwar of, uh, <laughs> Metal information. I was hoping that you were going to nardwar me. You were going to like pull something out and be like, do you remember when you were 12 years old? You got nothing? You I got nothing. You didn't do any research? No. Oh. I like to just keep it loose and fun. Yeah, I mean, you didn't even tell me when it was starting, so I thought we were just <laughs> kicking it. And... Are we still friends? We'll see. Okay. I'll have to think about it. Okay. Right. We were supposed to carpool back to Arizona together. Yeah, you're going I'm glad back this I, weekend? I'm glad I booked a flight because yeah, I don't think might, you would have given me a ride after this. After this, we're going to have to go our separate ways. Yeah, I would have been like, can we play Lady Gaga in Blythe? There's a pretty good Del Taco in Blythe. I love Blythe. I think it's Blythe. Yeah. Is it Del Taco? Yes, there is. I'm usually a Taco Bell guy, but the, the Blythe Del Taco hits differently. Yeah, definitely. Especially after like four hours on the road. Yeah. You're like, this is five-star cuisine. Yep. I love, I went to Popeye's last time I drove to Arizona. I finally got do the chicken not sandwich. Not really. They do. They have a couple. Uh, I have a, actually, it was around the time, I don't know if it was when we matched, but when we first started like messaging each other, mm-hmm. because I was in Tucson, I was recording our last record. Like that's when I remember messaging because I was staying at this Airbnb in Tucson. But when I was there, um, we were record. I was down there for like a week, and we were recording during the day. And then at night, I'd go back to my Airbnb and was sad and alone. Um, that's why I was probably messaging you. I was just like, you know, sad. And yeah, yeah. No interest there. Just like <laughs> purely boredom. Um, but one night after the studio, I I was hungry, so I drove through Popeyes and I got a chicken sandwich, and I got really sick and I threw up. I don't think it was like a food poisoning thing because I didn't, it was just a one-time thing. Yeah. But I got really nauseous, I threw up, and then I didn't eat meat for three months after that. But now you're back on the meat I'm meat back on train. the meat, but I probably will never do a Popeye sandwich again. Like, I'm, it's, I'm traumatized. It's fucked up when that happens. They're good, though, but I don't know. It, it... Probably too much mayo. Yeah, I did the spicy one, too. I did the spicy, spicy one, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was so good, but... um. Why were we talking about that? I don't know. Talking about Blythe. Uh, oh, know. yeah. Oh, yeah. We were supposed to carpool back to Arizona yeah. together. Yeah, I'm flying out. You're leaving tomorrow. I don't know. I'm kind of, it's kind of open ended. Are you having a good time here? Yeah. I wish the weather was nicer. I know. It sucks. It's been raining and cold, too. And it's going to keep raining. Maybe you brought it. It's the dark metal in you. Yeah. I was gonna say I didn't bring it from Arizona because it's it's hot in Arizona already, but yeah, it's I brought so the dark nice. dark sided energy. Do you think you'd move out here? Or do you like being in Arizona? I like paying to live in Arizona. Yeah, um, it's really not that bad. I mean, I, I guess right now it doesn't matter where you're living because a place like here or New York, where you're like paying a premium to live where there's a lot of culture and stuff that stuff doesn't even exist right now yeah so it doesn't matter do you feel like growing up in arizona influenced you in any way like do you feel yeah. like if you live somewhere else you wouldn't be 
doing what you do. Yeah. I mean, there's something to be said about being uh, a big fish in a small pond rather than, you know, here. I feel like everybody moves here because people have asked me, like, when things have gone well, like, I've been so much successful in music. People are like, oh, you so you're going to move to L.A.? I'm like, no, I would rather stay home because um, it's really not that far. I mean, I, it's a five, six hour drive and also, like, a flight is, like, 45 minutes or something. You know? Yeah. Um, and also, as far as music and in pre-COVID times with touring and everything, like most tours come through Phoenix because, I mean, you could skip like Albuquerque or something, but if you, you probably want to play in Texas, play Austin or whatever, and then you want to go to LA. So Phoenix is like, oh, usually the stop before LA or right after. Yeah. So like we still get a lot of good, there's a good scene, even though there might be not at times the best local music scene but at least for touring and national acts like we still get good shows and tours like everywhere else does yeah i was just talking about when last time i was in arizona um i got recognized and that's a coffee shop uh, and they they give you free coffee i remember so i go all the time now so she gives yeah Yeah. she gives me a discount i don't get free coffee every time now because i've kind of friends and family yeah because i've kind of overstepped it like i know that she's gonna um Prep and pastry. It's in Scottsdale. Hmm. You know what I realized about Arizona? Hmm. Every restaurant or like coffee shop has blank and blank. Olive and ivy. Prep and pastry. Every like so many restaurants out there. I don't know who's coming up with the names. Garden. Oh yeah. Yeah. Chick and full. There we go. Pop. Mm, eyes uh-huh yeah yeah but everything in Arizona. have you noticed that not really okay. i think you're i think you're making a generalization that's not really fair for my home state okay <laughs> okay <laughs> wow i feel like we started this on the wrong foot tattoo? Let me see. is that new no oh. don't look at my hairy arms all right fine you have hairy new. arms no? uh yeah this yeah, one's new matching. whoa Whoa! Uh, I copied you. you. Yeah, you copied me. Yeah, you want to beat me really bad. You know what's really embarrassing? What? A lot of my tattoos are copied. Really? Yeah, because like I can saw never... it on Instagram and you just took mm-hmm. them. Like, I mm-hmm. want this. Because I never know what I want, and I never like plan my tattoos. And so, whenever I have the opportunity to get tattooed, I just like look online on Pinterest. Yeah, you pull up your Etsy, phone. Pinterest. Well, I mean, that's the thing about like traditional, like American traditional tattoos, where it's like. Not necessarily copying it. You're not like this person has this, but there's just like kind of a set designs that you can be like, this is. There's only so many original thoughts you can come up with. But I I like that about it. With tattoos? Yeah, because I don't need to do like, oh, I need this tattoo that means so much to me or like. You know, like people are like, oh, I need like a tree of life and it needs to have my grandmother's initials on it and the footprints of my baby and their the date that they were born and music notes because I like music and like Mm -hmm. a grandfather clock Mm -hmm. all put into one tattoo. Yeah. I watch a lot of Ink Master too, so. Oh, okay. You ever watch that show? Uh, No, I'm not that into it. It's great. You should watch it. I used to watch like the Kat Von D one. Ink Master. Okay. Do they do cover-ups? No. Oh, well, yeah, sometimes because they have a different challenge every. Whoa. This, so it's like I, I, Master Chef for tattoos. Yeah. It's like it's like a competition. Damn. It's good, though. Would you go on it? Would you let someone tattoo you not knowing what they do? No, because I think most of their tattoos suck. Not suck. I mean, 
It's just I don't a like, different it's style. Not my style. Yeah. I don't like the people on it. Most of the people are douchey, mm-hmm. including the judges. Dave Navarro is a judge. Whoa, what a throwback. Yeah. I'm glad to know he's still working. Yeah, he's he's killing it on Ink Master. But it's kind of a hate watch. Did Dave Navarro get famous from doing music? Yeah, he was in Red Hot, Red Hot Chili Peppers. No, he Addiction. wasn't. Yeah, you didn't know that? He was in RHCP? Yeah. I had no idea. I don't know if he has any riffs, but I know he was in What does that mean? Everyone's like all riffed out. You have a riff tattoo. You have a... A guitar riff. Yeah, but like, why is everyone so horny for riffs? And like, why are you not horny for riffs? I just—he's probably horny for riffs. He's horny for yeah. everything. He's probably creaming his pants, just like you don't listening need, to you right now. You're the reason why they say guitar music is dead because you're not even horny for riffs. Mm. I have nightmares about cutting my hair. That's so funny. I wake up and I'm like, oh, thank God, thank God. You do have great hair. Thank you. Wait, okay. I want to get into you starting to discover metal. Mm-hmm. You deciding to be in a metal band, and then your family's reaction to that. Oh, okay, um, I mean, I was always into music. My dad, my family—I wouldn't say it's a musical family, but like a music fan family. So my dad got me into music early on, and then I just kind of was always, even if it was just the radio. You know, this is pre-internet. I'm old, so you know, um, taping songs. You're not that 30. old. I'm 33. Are you? Yeah. How old are you? I didn't know that. How old are you? I'm 25. Oh, yeah. I got a couple years on you. You're basically like, an, you're a Zoomer. Do you qualify as a Zoomer? I think I'm in the, I'm, I'm a Zillennial. Hmm. So you're a Zoomer. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Um. But anyway, yeah, I was always into music and my dad had like a huge CD collection and everything. And then I had a cousin that was played in a band and he skateboarded. And I thought he was really cool, so I kind of followed his footsteps, and I got into skateboarding and punk. And when did I he w- ever call you out? What your cousin for what being a poser? Yeah, no. Okay, he put me on. That's nice. Yeah, he put me on. Yeah, he wasn't gatekeeping. Gatekeeping is like a new thing. You know? Gate creeping. Yeah, gate creeping. Um, actually, it's not a new thing. I made that up, but. Uh, <laughs> I got into skateboarding and punk and everything. And at the time when I was like, this was uh, the year 2000, the Y2K, I was in seventh grade. Okay. When when the world almost ended. Yeah, I was time. about to go down. Yeah. What if this is a simulation from Y2K? Um, what if Y2K did happen? I would believe it. Okay. Where, where the Truman Show is real. Yeah. Um. But at the time, I liked punk. And I didn't like metal because at the time, metal, the popular metal was like new metal. And I didn't like new metal. Mm-hmm. Do you know what new metal is? Uh-uh. Not N, it's a specific. NU. NU. Yeah. Why so NU? I, Why not NEW? Metal's just trying to be <laughs> so cool. But yeah, new metal, I mean, new metal, I don't like it. Uh, I didn't like it then. And there was kind of, you had to choose a side. You like punk or you liked new metal you know mm-hmm. in the in the the social circle the social landscape of uh, junior high sure you know you you couldn't be a fence walker you had to choose one or the other so i choose punk so i didn't like metal i didn't know that i liked metal um because i didn't like new metal i didn't know that there was more than that really you know yeah um but then through skateboarding a lot of skate videos they would have you know i mean all skate videos have music on it and you'd find new music and there was some that had punk but then they also had metal on it and then like that's where i heard slayer for the first time was in a zero music video mm-hmm. or a, a zero skate video and i was like oh metal's pretty cool and then i kind of like 
shifted and uh, started going down that path. And then I probably played in my first metal band. I played in bands since I was in junior high, but I played in like punk bands. Yeah. Emo bands. You're a fan of Weezer? Yeah. 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 Um, We actually, my first band, we did a, not my first band, but my first kind of real band that played like shows. We did a couple Weezer covers. That was my Nardwar moment. Yeah. I remember you, you telling me that. Oh, yeah. wow. Oh, it's because I remember because I was trying to play Weezer songs yeah. on the guitar and I was mm -hmm. not doing very well. Mm -mm. See. I remember. I was beginning to think you never you didn't even care. Oh, I care. Wow. Okay. I know a lot. You've redeemed yourself. I don't know that much. Um, but then if I played in my first metal band when I was 18, I think. So by then, to answer your question, my parents were already like I was an adult, so they couldn't be like bad boy yeah did you when you were in punk bands were you the vocalist in those no uh no the first band i ever played i played drums okay and then i switched to bass and then when i played in my first metal band i played guitar and sang yeah and now you just sing yeah okay. i still play guitar in gay creeper technically like i help write a lot of the songs and on the riffs. on the record yeah and I record the riffs. I still mm. play the guitar, but when we play live, I just do, I sing. Yeah. Aww. Yeah, exactly. If you could sing, if you had to during a show sing a song that wasn't metal, you just did one cover, what would you choose to sing? Um, today, when I was driving uh, with my friend, the song Lit, uh, by the band Lit, My Own Worst Enemy came on. What and song I, is that? You know that song. It's like dan it's no surprise exactly exactly you know the song that goes so hard yeah no i was feeling it i mean i remember that song but when it came on i was like damn this is a sick song that was in like every movie yeah it's like the american pie yeah every every teen horny movie that was in it but that's a sick song. I want. I want to. I, I had that thought. I was like, I want to cover this song. Yeah, you should. Imagine if you busted that out, like in the middle of our. Set. And I feel like you could even like make it your own. Yeah. Yes, I want to hear that. I also didn't realize that, um, like metal, like there's actually words. Yeah. Because then I sent you TikToks of a guy and his girlfriend playing like a metal song, and then he was saying the lyrics. Oh yeah. I thought it was just he was like mansplaining. He was mansplaining. Yeah. yeah. He's canceled now. Yeah. But uh, yeah, how do you come up? Well, no, that's such a lame question. Yeah. I, I hated I mean, that. I, I stopped myself. I agreed to do this because I didn't think it was going to be like your standard metal of questions. And here you Have are. Have I been doing basic questions? To, like, you're going to be like, where did you, what, is this, what does Gate Creeper mean? Yeah. I didn't sign up for that. I was going to ask you that. Uh. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I like the name though, but it is, a, I was introducing you before you got here and I keep saying Great Creeper. Great Creeper? Great. Yeah. Great Creeper. Uh, there's a video of me on, I was doing an interview. I was like, it was, it was kind of like the broke ass version of what's in my bag. Oh, uh huh. And they, like, they took me record shopping and actually at the end, I, I had picked out all these records and then I was like, cool. And they're like, I was like, so are you going to pay for them? And they're like, no. So I had to what? put them all back. <laughs> no. <laughs> like damn i got scammed uh, um but in that video so if you watch it on youtube with the subtitles on it says what's up it's i'm like what's up i'm chase from gay creeper <laughs> i think you posted that uh, on your instagram on your instagram story so gay creeper is the best gay like, creeper gay creeper yeah gay creeper yeah i mean it's good for inclusion yeah but also like the creeper part doesn't really, oh yeah you know, <laughs> cancels it out. yeah 
Um, if you could go see a live show right now, what's what live show would you want to see? Hmm. I don't know. Lit. Lit reunion. You're on a lit roll. Yeah. <laughs> lit. Lit and Alien Ant Farm and uh What does Alien Ant Farm do? I know I know their song. They did the cover they they were They did the one where people are like the music video is like they're at the movies and people are like, Yeah, they out do of the have screen. that song. It's like at called at the movies or something, but their big hit was a cover of uh Michael Jackson. Annie, are you okay? Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah. You know what I just learned that song's about? Or how that song kind of came to be? No. It's so, what? It's about math. No. About suicide? No. Oh. I don't think so. But the reason it's Annie, are you okay? Is because, you know those like CPR dummy dolls? Yeah. So I guess someone like uh, their face, they died and their face was made into a mold and the person's name is Annie, and so Annie's face mold is what's on CPR dummies. And so when you're practicing CPR, you would say like, Annie, are you okay? I saw it on TikTok, so it might not be true. But I'm pretty sure like when you're learning CPR, you're supposed to like pretend to talk to the person or something. So they would say, Michael Annie, Jackson are you was okay? like learning CPR. CPR and he, was, <laughs> yeah. he was, he got a jolt and like the lightning bolt went off. Oh my God, this is a song. Yeah, I thought it was about Annie the musical. Mmm, the new one with the... Oh, the old one. Oh, okay. Shirley Temple was so sexualized. I like their drink, though. Oh, I love a Shirley Temple. Yeah. You're sober. Do you talk about that? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. Um, What's your favorite drink to get when you're out? Uh, I get a soda water with lime and cranberry juice. That's what I do. Cheers. Empty can. Mm-hmm. I make those at home, too. Really? Yeah. You have cranberry juice in your yeah. I have in my in my fridge. I have right now. I have four different types of cranberry juice. I have normal cranberry. I have cran raz. I have cran apple and cran cherry. Well, I'm sure the ladies love that when they're over. They get a UTI. Yeah, exactly. You're like, don't worry, I got the fix. Yeah, I got the problem and the solution right here. But yeah, that's been my favorite drink at home. It's a topo chico and then some lime juice. I have just like that shitty like. The one that lives in like a lime plastic? No, it's bigger than that. Oh, okay. Put some of that in there and mix some cranberry juice. Yeah. Watch Survivor. Exactly. Um, How much time are we at? Wow, look at us. Steamrolling. Time flies when you're making me uncomfortable the whole time. (laughs) Have I? No. Oh, I also want to... There's a part that I want to crop out in the beginning. I don't like what I said. I said something that's that I didn't mean is degrading, but I know that people are going to attack me for it. What, what when I said mean? I don't particularly like metal or something, uh, or like I don't understand your music. I mean, I, I don't think that that's bad. But it just sounds really like, if I was listening to that as an audience member, or just put it on Patreon, <laughs> some, it's somewhere at the beginning, and then you can put this part on Patreon, <laughs> explaining why it's not in the public one. Because... If I was listening to that, I'd be like, then why the fuck did you have this person on? It just sounds really rude. Yeah, but also, it you know, it maybe will, it, it really establishes our personal bond that you're like, you know what? I don't really fuck with your music, but I fuck with you personally. Yeah. Okay. Maybe back to public. Maybe this isn't <laughs> even on Patreon. I don't know. I need to listen to that part because. Yeah. He said, wink, wink, he's going to leave it in. Okay, he's saying we're leaving it in. Yeah, that's the thing is that there's, 
I mean, there's so many, and I I think. Have you ever had people from other bands in? I know you had Riley in here, but I'm mean, skateboarding, Riley. but he plays music too. Yeah, have I had other Riley Hawk. Um, have I had any other musicians on here? Not that I can think of. Wow. I know. And the two musicians I've Crosso- had on. This is a crossover event. Major crossover event. I like it, you know, and that's the thing is that um, I like having friends who do things that um, I just don't get, you know, mm-hmm. I think it's cool. Yeah, you don't, I mean, you can make, I think you can make a separation of things where it's like, I like you. Um, you don't even have to, I mean, you don't want to, I've had to get to a point where it's like, I try not to be a hater at all. So even if it's something like, say, someone that I know, even if it's someone I don't know, and they're making music that a lot of people like, but I don't, I'm just, I just kind of like, oh, it's not for me. Yeah. It's not meant for me. A lot of those things aren't meant for me. So I was like, why am I going to place any sort of judgment? So if my friend's doing something that it's not even meant for me, I'm like, cool, you're doing it, and you're obviously like successful at it or whatever. Kind of like one hundred percent. You know, it's mm-hmm. not meant. I'm. It's not meant for me. So. You're not my target audience. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think it's so cool because especially in music and comedy, there's so many people who are trying to make something and it's like I have so many friends whose comedy I'm not particularly like a fan of, but I still think they're great and mm-hmm. like I like that they're doing it. I sound so dumb. I'm slowly just like I'm listening to what I'm saying and I'm like, what am I saying? Just I wanna I wanna I wanna edit this whole thing. <laughs> All this is an exclusive Patreon only episode. I hate I was listening to old um I was listening to old Are you trying to be fully rolled or are you trying to unroll? I was hoping to be fully well just a double one roll? roll? Double. No, single roll. This it's too short you. and then I don't wanna look like I'm working on cars after this. Okay. Um What was I gonna say? This is your show. It's not I mine. know. So much pressure. I'm all out of Red Bull. I'm out of, I'm out of gas. We're gonna we're gonna <laughs> speed around this. There's people who asked you questions oh, that aren't right. me, Let's so this will be it. good. Oh, I was gonna. Oh, fuck! I keep forgetting what I wanted to ask. There were. Oh, do a lot of people hit you up asking for advice on how to start doing what you're doing? Mm. Not really. No one's like, hey, I'm a huge fan. I want to start making There was a music. guy that messaged, uh, he didn't message me dir- directly, but he messaged the band Instagram. Mm-hmm. And he was like, hey, it was like a kid. And he was like, hey, I was just wondering if you guys needed, or were looking for a singer. I have a, I've never been in a band before, but I have seven years experience. What do you think that looks like? Seven years experience not being in a band? I don't know. Maybe it does vocal covers on youtube yeah i don't know seven years of annoying his parents <laughs> yeah did but you I ever practice funny. at home before no. no i won't even do it now i know i wish i could hear you just that's that's literally my my least favorite part sometimes i don't even tell people that i'm in a band because it always spirals into that and like because well, the follow-up is what kind of music yeah, do you make and, and then you like, say metal oh, and they're like like oh what's it called and they're like look it up i've been at a wedding one time and someone, we felt we went down that path and they eventually pulled it up on their phone. I think it was a music video or just like on Spotify or something. They started playing and they're like, they're always like, oh, that's you. And they'll be like, that's you? you? How do you do that? Can you do it right now? So they expected me to like do this. Oh, wow. Yeah, like at this wedding. 
So now I just don't even tell people I'm in a band. What do you say? Do you say you're a dentist or something? Yeah. Yeah, that's like people being like, oh, you're a comedian. Tell me a joke. And yeah. you're like, I'd rather die in this moment. You don't have a go- you don't have a good go-to. Like- I don't have any jokes. Yeah. I do comedy, but I don't like to be no put jokes. on the spot. Yeah, and it's just like also out of context. Like yeah. what you do is very much like you have to experience it at a show or like listening to an album or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's not something that you're gonna really understand it if it's just at a wedding. Yeah. Also, it's like I maybe it's like a it's a pet peeve of mine, but someone is like talking to someone, say it's a a match on one of the apps. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you playing a band? And I think people just assume that like I'm playing like a local band or something. Like, sure. When's your next show? You know, like what cover songs do you do? Um, but then they'll be like, oh, what's the name of it? They're like, can you send me a link to it? I'm like, here's the name of it. Like literally search anywhere and you sure. can find it. Also, girls are so creepy on apps where like, I probably did all my research before sending you a message. Like, you there's did a background so background check. Yeah, of course. That it's like if you're saying, "Oh, what band?" Like, don't play coy on the apps. Be yeah. like, "Oh, I already listened. I already subscribed. Yeah, I've like, already read tweets about your band. Yeah, followed on the. I'm on the Reddit. But yeah, it's just like I don't know. Maybe it's like a weird. It's like condescending, kind of. Like, oh, can you send me a link to your little band? Yeah. Where can I listen? I'm like, I don't know. You have How Google. How cute. You're yeah. in a band. <laughs> Do you play the tambourine? Let me see the. You want to read them? No, I want to see if there's any good ones. I feel like you're gonna, you're not gonna show me the good ones. Uh, here's a good one. Describe your ideal fart. No, I'm just kidding. Someone did send that though. <laughs> okay, Wanch Life said, "What is the one riff to rule them all?" Of my band or just any band? Maybe any band, and then your band. I mean, I think that the I think that the correct answer is Black Sabbath, the song Black Sabbath, because that like was the what it's the riff or the origin of metal, pretty much, or like the metal riff. There's like a the triad it's called, mm-hmm. um, and most you can trace everything back to that. Whoa, so that's, that's pretty riff. cool. That's the riff. For my own band, um, probably a part that we call, I call it the fight riff. Oh. There's a fight riff. Do people fight during that riff? Yeah. Really? Doesn't yeah. that make you uncomfortable? Not really. I, I get like so it. nervous seeing fights. If it's two people at the show that are fighting, I'm like, that's that's kind of cool. Like it's like Gladiator or something. But if it's like a security guard that's fighting, then that's not cool with me. But if it's two people that are willingly like, you know, what's the having it out do you know what the point is of fighting at a show like what's the end result i don't know we call it pit beef how does it start and how does it end i don't know just people people are just aggro you know like i don't know that's not my style but i'm not but it's almost like it has to happen at a show yeah sometimes right there's just a lot of aggression going on you know what's your favorite line of yours from a song that's an Alley original question. Is there uh, any like lyric? I don't like you're... your questions. Go back to Oh my ones. God. Top five favorite bevs. I'll answer this for you. Red Bull, Topo Chico. Um, yeah, yeah. Dr. Pepper. For a soda, Aren't you a yeah. pepper guy? I'm a pepper guy. Yeah. I've been chilling out on soda, like soda, soda recently. Yeah. What, other, what are the two other favorite bevs? I like strawberry Waterloo. Oh, okay. Oh, I should have said so that. So it depends if we're, if we're differentiating the different flavors of, of sparkling water. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, Red Bull. Yeah, you got that one. Um, I don't do kombucha. No, I don't do that. Um, no, you're bamate. Yeah. 
Nah, sometimes. What else do I drink? Cactus cooler. Are you an orange juice guy? I like orange juice. Pulp oh, or no pulp? My medium pulp. Okay. I think if you drink it I with no either. pulp, you're not having orange juice. Yeah, I could do either. Um, what else do I drink? I mean, I could just name off five different sparkling. I like to try new sparkling waters. Oh, yeah. I Polar. just I went to Trader Joe's and got some new sparkling bevs. It we was so bad. just went to Trader bad. Joe's today. Oh, really? I don't like Trader Joe's. Yeah, I don't know how I feel. Like, I, I like Ralph's. Because I like name brand stuff. So, like, if if I want Oreos, I want Oreos. I don't want Joeyos or whatever they're fucking called. You yeah. Know? I, want, well, I don't want... I want Swedish fish. I don't want Scandinavian swimmers, you know? Yeah, that sounds And we were there, and I was like, he was, Nate was like, you want, oh, they got Pop-Tarts. I'm like, those aren't Pop-Tarts. Those are some sort of toaster pastries, but it's not a name brand Pop-Tart. I want name brand shit. That's why I go to Walmart. Yeah. I went to, I went, I got a off-brand Lucky Charms. They're called Smart, Smart, Smart. Not smart charms, smart like rainbows or something. Mm-hmm. How are it they? was so good, better yeah. than Lucky Charms. Oh, you I'd posted say. a picture of it. Oh yeah, yeah. I've been cooking a lot lately. I see that. Cereal rice. What kind of milk do you put in there? Um, controversial regular titty milk. Titty, yeah. What percent? Two whole 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 or two. I don't know. I get whatever. I I'm not like uh. I like oat milk, oatly oat milk. Yeah. But when I'm buying my own milk, I'll just get whatever, like regular, maybe like a reduced fat, because that's typically just what skim they have. No, not one, skim. One percent. Yeah, maybe. See, I I've been cutting down on milk and like dairy. Um, I mean, not completely out, but if I can avoid, like, I'm not going to drink a cup of milk. I'm not going to drink a milkshake or something. Yeah. So I don't eat cereal anymore mm. because um I won't I wouldn't feel comfortable Too much milk. putting some other type of milk on it so i've just cut it out cut the so what are you doing for breakfast sometimes i'll make myself some scrambled eggs and bacon oh, yeah. i'll go to mcdonald's breakfast what, what's your order uh egg mcmuffin oh yeah no sausage or anything uh egg mcmuffin has ham on it oh, okay i do the sausage McMuffin. the sausage mcmuffin's good but that doesn't have egg on it right no you, you get it with, with egg, or without. yeah i do that sometimes um i like the um bacon egg and cheese mcgriddle oh yeah. I don't even know what that is. It has like pancakes for the. Oh yeah, it's, it's too like, syrupy for me. I like it. it makes my like stomach hurt after yeah. and my mouth burn. And maybe like a, that's the only time I'll drink Coke for uh, breakfast. To wash it down. The spicy McDonald's Coke. Yeah. All right, next question. Okay. Let me Matt, see him. Can I see him? Okay, I yeah, yeah, yeah. The best one. But Matt Eddie, he's on my Patreon. He's a top tier person. What does that mean? He, you send him feet. Pi- they get feet pics every month. No, but we do a Zoom call. Oh. Maybe my feet are in it. All Who right, knows? Cool. Follow me. Um, he's a huge fan of yours. He's jazz. What's up, Matt Eddie? He's rad. He's so cool. I love him. He said, what's your inspiration for emptiness off the newest EP? Um, Is it not being with me and making the mistake of not really? Yeah. It's about, it's like a Craigslist misconnection about you. Mm. Um, No, it's just about, actually, it's pretty dark. It's just being really sad and um, depressed. Yeah. I've, I mean... You know me. I've never been. I've never felt that way personally. Yeah, you're always like the it's happy-go-lucky a, yeah, guy. Like, left it's of about the party. somebody else. Yeah, that does trying to some, relate some, to someone like, else. Some loser that's felt those sort of things. Yeah, me. you can read through them. Um, which one of yours is a better a better skater? Me, of course. Yeah, you I'm bringing even, my skateboard to Arizona ollie. this weekend. I can ollie. I've seen it. I've I've seen what it. <laughs> 
Why am I sober? Um, Because I like to not, I don't know. Not feel like shit all the time. Is this a how how what's the rating of this podcast? What do you mean? Can I talk about smoking crack? Oh yeah, my dad came on here and was talking about angel dust. Oh nice. Did you used to smoke crack? I smoke crack every once in a while. Like it wasn't that surprisingly in the suburbs of Mesa, Arizona, it wasn't like crack wasn't readily available. Um, but I did mostly mostly heroin and meth. Mm. And one time I tried to cook my own crack and I like ruined the whole batch. Didn't use olive oil. No. I thought it was easy. I was like, oh. They should do MasterChef for like cooking drugs. That would be sick. That would be sick. Um, you could be the host of it. The Jeff Probst of... Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not a good example. I, I obviously don't know how to. Uh, Geek for my favorite horror movie. Good question. I don't really like horror movies. Do you think people part. like assume yeah. that you're like horror movie goth boy? Yeah, and they also like girls think I'm like a super like I'm a freak. Freak? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, going like bust out some like chains Whips or something. and stuff. But Are you pretty vanilla? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll spit in someone's mouth or something if they want One to. time this dude, I was with this one guy, and he was like, oh, can I spit in your mouth? And I thought he was just going to do like a little like... He was like... Ugh. Yes! And I was like, that's disgusting. Did he do it though? Yeah. Or did you like... No, he did it. Thing? He did it. You weren't down. I wasn't down though. Killed the vibe? Yeah. And then I almost wanted to like at spit at him. Reta- yeah. But then I like tried to spit at him like retaliatory. A snowball. Yeah, just yeah. like, well, I'm gonna fucking hawk a bigger loogie. Ew. So gross. Sick bloody. Um. Do, my poops have been bloody. Disgusting. <laughs> I just thought about do that. Do girls me. dig quirky mustaches? Yeah, mustaches this, are right, big. Is it quirky? Is my mustache quirky? No, it's, it's not, not quirky. curled or anything. What's no. uh, Tivanka? I'm gonna look at your page right now. I'm gonna see what you're talk about. Gate creep. I'm a, can I reply? Now? Um, I want to be like, what do men think about your mustache? Don't. Um, I don't even. I I couldn't even go on. It might be a man. I don't know. But they have Pikachu as their picture. So you can't trust a cartoon profile pic. Yeah, I won't take it personally. But I'm kind of offended by what they said. Um, how to cook cereal and rice? That was for me because I posted cereal and rice on my story. I mean, we talked about cooking crack, but not about cereal. Um, How long have you been sober now? I forget. Like Almost nine years. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. How about you? Five years. Damn. Mm-hmm. One day at a time. One no day at a time. God bless. Why isn't Chase your BF? Wow. These guys are should have some boundaries, Mr. Tyler Cross. That's pretty personal. Um, he has why, to- do, why don't you think anything happened between us? <laughs> I don't know. You need some boundaries too. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, sh- can you shout out my girlfriend Emily? Oh, that's, oh, that's even- for me. <laughs> Here, see people also. Yeah, what's your favorite edition of Dungeons and Dragons? That's my friend. All right. But then, did you see his follow up? I have no idea if he plays. Oh, I'm not no. I'm not a nerd. I want to play Dungeons and Dragons. It seems fun. Would you be the dungeon master? No, I want to be like a character. There's not many that many questions. I thought there'd I know, be more. I, kind of I thought you were like I thought today. you were like uh, popular on Instagram. I am. I should have posted earlier, but you also could have reposted the post. You have bots. Huh? I don't have bots. You 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 went on. We I watched the show. We watched right? Fake yeah. Famous. Yeah. 
We figured you out. I thought it was interesting. Did you feel it seen? No. You're like, damn, people are going to know that I bought all these followers. No, because I think... um, So I watched Fake Famous on Netflix, and it just seems exhausting. Was it Netflix? I thought it was HBO. Maybe it was HBO. Yeah. It seems exhausting to try and influence. Like yeah. like the way that like influencers post like on vacation and have all these like professional photos so their pictures look nice like that just seems exhausting. I'd rather just post like a shitty photo of me doing something. Yeah, it's too much work to be like a legitimate influencer. I mean, it can happen organically, I guess, but I mean, I feel like that sort of stuff, watching that sort of stuff, and also seeing people that are actually doing that, it's like trying way too hard. It almost makes me self conscious, like. Am I posting too much? You like you just want to share whatever you're into and like share your life, you know, whatever it is that you choose to put online. But um, that sort of stuff, it gives me like the douche chills, you know. So I'm like, it makes me self conscious. Like, am I? Do I do that? You yeah. Know, like, do I post too much or something? But, do you think there's like influencery metal band? Yeah. What I mean, I think that in any any sort of interest, there's always tastemakers or. But with metal, isn't the thing to kind of be like obscure? Yeah. So isn't it like a fine line of like trying not to be mainstream? Yeah, like I'm sure that a lot of people there's uh, people in death metal that don't like me because I'm not like trying to be super obscure guy. Yeah. Do I'm you like want to be? Out, do you, you know? Yeah. Are you okay with being like? Would you like sell out? Yeah, I don't think selling out really exists. I think that's kind of like a fake idea. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I would, you know, I would sell, I would take if someone, because I, I don't think selling out exists unless you're like, I don't, I think people mix it up where if you're successful, then you're automatically a sellout. Yeah. But you know, like, I would never, if someone was like, we'll give you, if some corporation was like, we want to give you a, a million dollars, I'd be like, okay, cool. Um, but if they were like, we'll give you a million dollars, but you have to, you have to sound like Greta Van Fleet, then I'd be like, no, thank you. Yeah. But I think that as long as you're just doing what you do, whether it's in any form of entertainment and you're just making money, you're actually making money from whether doesn't matter where it's coming from, corporate or whatever, as long as you're just doing what you're doing because that's what you want to do, then you can't. There's no such thing as selling out. Yeah. You know? Anthony, do you have any questions? Anything I missed? This is your time to shine. Uh, do you know Trevor from Black Island? Yeah. Um, Wait, Anthony's not mic'd up. He said, do you know Trevor from... Black Dahlia Murder. Yeah. Trevor um, is actually a huge... He's a he's a, an important person for me because he... Number one, when I was um, in high school, when I was getting into metal, like more extreme metal, it was when the first Black Dahlia record um, on Hollowed came out. And I remember seeing one of the videos on Headbangers Ball. And then I started following um, Black Dahlia Murder. And then Trevor would whether it was like the shirts that he was wearing or I would read interviews with him like in magazines and then he would be name dropping bands that he liked and that's how I got into like a lot of death metal and like old school death metal was through Trevor and he still does that he still like has this if you've seen his like um metal sucks thing where he's putting on new bands like he's he's like one of the biggest people in modern metal or underground music that's like constantly putting on new bands so when we first started Gate Creeper, he was one of the first people to like 
sign off on it. Like I remember it was it was on Facebook. It was before it was when Facebook was still relevant. Post MySpace. Yeah. Prime of Facebook. Yeah, and I mean, it was probably past the prime. Like Instagram was going, but people still used it and it was still a probably the main thing that bands, you know, like communicated with the their fans or whatever. But I remember I was taking a nap because uh, I was working my call center job and I came home and took a nap and I woke up and there was like 5,000 new likes on the Gate Creeper page. I was like, what the? And I went through the notifications and Trevor had posted from the Black Dahlia page, like check out Gate Creeper and like posted a link. Um, so that was really cool. He was one of the first people to give us that like, I'm sure you Seal have the, approval. yeah, they're like, uh, and already uh, someone who's already established to be like, this is the new, this is the new shit. Oh yeah, it's a great feeling. You're yeah. like, I'm doing, I'm on the right track. I'm doing the right thing. Yeah, other yeah. people see it. So he put us on, and then now uh, we've played with him a couple times. We've never toured with Black Dahlia, but we played a couple shows. And he mo- he lives in New York now. He comes out to our shows, and like, yeah, Trevor's Trevor's awesome. Yeah. That's pretty much it. <laughs> cool. Because one of my friends, like, he was in a band called Arcade for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, Trevor. Is that with a K? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Trevor used to wear the shirt, like, uh, on one of the Mayhem Fests. Mm-hmm. Like, every show he would wear that shirt and stuff, and it would, like, meant so much to my friend. I was just wondering if he did that same. Yeah, yeah. He, he, I think it's really cool that he does, and, like, I think it's, um, very respectable, and it's something that I've tried to do, whether, you know, at least, I think I'm, you have to be in the right position to be able to like, I mean, if you're still a new band, you can't be putting on a, you know, you don't have the, you're not on the, on that level to be able to like, you know, hand off, you know, praise to, to younger bands. But I, that's something that I've always had in mind that like, that I think it's really cool that he does that. And I think it's important to like keep things going and, you know, keep things progressing in a way is the way that he does it. So I think it's cool. I mean, it's probably, there's, would you say that Joe Rogan is that F- putting on new people? For sure, for guy. sure, yeah. And there's like so, especially with podcasts, I think that's helped a lot. Because even before I would like, uh, I think before I was on Rogan's podcast and maybe even before I got to do shows with him, he like mentioned me in the podcast mm. and that was a huge deal. But like with podcasting, you know, so many big podcasters get so many downloads and listens and so like when you're mentioned as like a younger comic in someone's podcast that's like a huge deal um have you been on theo bond's podcast no i love theo i like him he's great do you think for the average uh for the average person like me who maybe wants to get into metal as a listener what or like the kind of like what's like a good starter pack of bands or songs to listen metal in to? general or like death metal i guess death metal or maybe metal in general um my entry point my favorite getting into death metal was uh at the gate slaughter of the soul okay i'm gonna That's listen to one. that on the way yeah. home you might like it okay i mean it's like it's catchy oh i like catchy yeah it's catchy but it's not um corny what's your favorite corny song corny song yeah like something that like a guilty pleasure i guess lit my own worst enemy no something like corny <laughs> like something that's like like uh like maybe something from abba um from abba that's something like that where it's like uh, i would never see you listening to it there's some things where i'm like i shouldn't like this but i do um what was it 
Oh, there's a Bring Me the Horizon song that I liked. Nice. Um, what else? I mean, I guess, I, I guess I'm not really a person that has like guilty pleasures. There's like a lot of pop punk that I like, mm-hmm. which I, th- I think there's a lot of stuff that I like that a lot of like metal people, but I mean, that's the stuff that I used to like. And yeah, you got to stay true to you. Yeah. Um, that's it. That's it. That's all I got. How do you feel about this? It's good. I would say don't listen back to it. No. You know, just like. I have been listening back to the podcast that I've done. Really? Yeah. How do you, is it make you uncomfortable? It does a little bit. It's weird because I, I feel like I just black out and I'm like, wow. I was like, I'm listening to it for the, I mean, I am listening to it the first time. I'm like, I don't remember saying any of this. Yeah. And, but I did kind of, what made me feel uncomfortable was my dad texted me that he was like, hey, I'm listening to this podcast that you're on. And I was like, oh, I guess I. I mean, it's fine. I wasn't saying anything bad, but it, that's when you're doing something like that in the back of your head, that's not something that a scenario they are like, oh, my dad's going to listen to this. Sure. So, so, dad, if you're listening, what's up? I hope he listens to this. I, I love dad fans. Will you Tell dad your dad to, li- to it? Will you listen? My dad has been on the podcast. I know, but you said he likes to smoke PCP. So, like, will you tell not him Not anymore. That, uh, yeah, but but he's down, you know. He's definitely down, yeah. So will you tell I'll him? send him the link. All right, cool. Um thanks for doing the podcast. Thanks for being my friend. Thank you. Um where do you want to plug anything or like <sighs> Not really. Well, you have a new album. Yeah, we have a new album. It's it's in 20 in 2021. It's not really new anymore because it's been out for a month or two Whatever. months, uh, you know, things progress really fast. But yeah, it's new. Unexpected reality. Um, you can buy a record, a CD, a tape. You can listen on Spotify. Um, yeah, that's about it. Okay. At Hellahammer. At Hellahammer. On at IG. Gate Creeper. At Hellahammer on Twitter. Are you on Twitter? Yeah, but I don't really use it. You don't tweet. Yeah. I'm trying not to get canceled. Instagram. Give me a... F- yeah. F- we need to We need to like widen the overlap. I want to do a merch collab with you. Like what? I don't know, like a Gate Creeper Alley t-shirt. We'll talk about it. (laughs) I don't know what I did. Um, (laughs) Thanks for listening. Bye.